This episode of the Busted Wide Open podcast is brought to you by Blueberry. Blueberry offers the best media hosting, accurate listening stats, and their all-new PowerPress Deluxe sites, a no-setup WordPress website for your podcast with all the necessary links to share your show with the world built right in. If you currently produce a podcast and are looking for a better media host or looking to start a new one from scratch, head over to orbitaljigsaw.com forward slash BWO and sign up for the best media hosting and a PowerPress Deluxe site to get your first month absolutely free. That's orbitaljigsaw.com forward slash BWO or just use the promo code BWO at checkout for your first month free. And with that said, enjoy the show. Hiya, it's the Concrete Rose Sunny Kiss, AEW wrestler, and you are listening to Busted Wide Open Podcast. Remember to stay sunny delicious. You're listening to the Busted Wide Open Podcast. Dropping the elbow on the hottest topics in sports entertainment and the world of professional wrestling. With your hosts, Nick Howell and Sir Ian Dangerous. Coming to you from the Orbital Jigsaw Network Arena in sunny Southern California. Welcome back to the Busted Wide Open Podcast, our patron mailbag series, episode number 34. We've been doing this for 34 weeks. What? Mm -hmm. My name is Nick Howell. And I am Sir Ian Dangerous, and yes, this is our show where we answer the questions that you send to us, and by you, of course, I mean our lovely patrons. Uh, If you're listening to this and you're not one of our patrons, you too can send us questions. It's really easy. Just head over to patreon.com forward slash BWO and sign up for one of our lovely little tiers that allows you to be a supporter of this show and all that we do here at the BWO universe. The BWO universe? BWO universe? You know what I mean. But yes, head over there. You you too can support the show, Sasha Banks, and as well... You can also have your question answered on this show. Uh, it's a lot of fun for us because we love interacting with you guys and hearing what you guys are thinking and what you want to hear us say. This is an open format show, meaning it's usually pretty much all about wrestling, but sometimes some other things sneak in there as well. And we don't mind that because that's a lot of fun. Yeah. And Nick and I have a lot of interest, and Lord knows we like to talk about all of them. Yes. So huge nerds. Join up on Patreon. Huge. Nerds. <laughs> So head on over to Patreon.com, sign up, and you too can ask your questions. And if you're just listening out there and you're enjoying this, head over to pa- Facebook, join our discussion group, and uh, head over to Discord. We also have a, some great lively chats going on there. All the things that Nick usually says, you know how it goes. Links in the description below. All that good that, stuff. If you're watching yes. here on YouTube or you can find all that stuff uh, pinned across our social media profiles, I'll... I'll I'll rescue you there, Surrey and Dangerous. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, a I bit just of, write, bit of quick news. I write the show. I can't do this. A bit of quick news that I did want to debut here real quick. Uh, we yes. have one Ooh. more little upload to make tonight, but the new <gasps> merch store will be coming oh. online. Really? Maybe tonight. Is that a fact, Nick? Maybe oh. tonight. Uh, and you can see, Surrey and Dangerous, if you wouldn't mind fully standing up so everyone can see oh, the full yeah. uh, yes. shirt. Oh, just one moment. Uh, uh, yeah. In all uh. of its glory. Oh, look at that. Yes. If you are a patron at the $10 tier, you have look. survived Nick booking, oh. and we are giving you an opportunity to stamp that and wear that on a t-shirt. Uh, we thought that one would be very fun. 
Uh, we have a couple of new ones that we have not debuted. Dave, JB did kind of spoil it last week, but that's okay. We're that's not right. mad at her. That's Wet fine. your whistle. Uh, but yes, that will be coming online in the next couple of days. Uh, I have to sort a couple of things out with PWT, with Stream Elements, and T Public. But stay tuned. Coming very soon. But Ian, merch is coming. It's it's oh, you are about to get flooded with so much merch, and <laughs> it is going to be glorious. And this is something we've been way. working on for a long time. And credit to Surrey and Dangerous for absolutely knocking out of the park with some of this graphic design work. Just to you, sir. Thanks, Thank man. Thank That's, you. But this is this is why you do the uh, intros because I just I do other stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, but first up today on the block, we've got Xander. Thank you very Xander. much for your question. And We're in the Xander. We're in the Xander zone. So I'm going to preface this by saying you're going to be disappointed because neither of us played Pokemon. Uh, if WWE, AEW, TNA, all wrestlers were Pokemon, who oh, no. would be the six that you carry with you to beat the Elite Four? What would your six wrestler what? types be, and why would you what? choose them? I so I recognize like Squirtle and Charizard and po and Pikachu, and that's about it. Like I recognize the names. Charmander. I know Muto was like a big deal. At a point there, I slept uh, on the whole okay, Pokemon remember, Go remember thing a just, couple years Nick, ago. Remember when we just said that we were like huge nerds? Yeah. <laughs> One of our big holes is Pokemon. Yeah. I, I'm I unfortunately was on kind of either side of the Pokemon thing, where like it was too late for me, and then it was too early for like kind of my resurgence into that. Like it just hit me right in that place where i just completely missed it by the time it like resurged i was it was too late so yeah so I will james simplified this for us squat he said the elite four are the final four trainers so he just wants to know which six wrestlers oh. would be in our final lineup so when we finally get to the pokemon tournament we've got to have like just four no who do we who, who are our basically who are our top six wrestlers in the world is kind of what I'm boiling this down to. Oh, to beat the Elite Four train. Oh. And what would their types be? Meaning, I'm assuming, like, again, never played Pokemon. And I know that certain things are effective and certain things are not when a wild Okada appears out of the bushes, as it were. <laughs> this is how, like, <laughs> yeah, as the kids would say. Uh, two heavies, two flyers, and... Like a water and an uh, electricity. Sure. <laughs> but, like... Hmm. See, for instance, I would say, like, Naito would be, like, a water Pokemon. But, like, Okada would be, like, a lightning Pokemon. My head's gonna explode. I'm just saying, like... like <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm talking Fire, about. Fire, right water, now. grass, I, I, rock, poison, ghost, dark, fairy, oh God. electricity. Like, yeah, wow, no. Oh, wow. Yeah, my head oh, just there's blew a lot up, that literally. I Scanners. <laughs> uh, wrestling. <laughs> wrestling. What what archetypes do we have in wrestling? We have well, good Drew guys McIntyre and bad guys. Drew McIntyre would be like rock. Yeah. Brock would be rock. Or would Brock be dark? No, Brock would be rock. Brock rock. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll go. Bray would be ghost. <laughs> if we got to do heavies, uh, let's do Lesnar. Mcma McIntyre's too easy. That's too like now in the, mo in the moment. Yes. 
Yeah, well, it's it's now. I'm going to go Lesnar and Ishii. Good Lord. Big boys. Okay. Hitting hard. Ishii is not a big boy. He's just... He's a stone pit bull. He's made out of stone. Yeah, so rock. There you go. He's like the size of one of Lesnar's thighs, but he just you can't knock him down. Right. Um, and then flyers, I want to do Osprey and Ricochet. Okay, the Lightning Boys. Yep. Yep. And then I'm gonna let, I'll I'll do the other. You do the other two. I I don't. <laughs> oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. I, a I lot. have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just picking like who I think are the <laughs> best people. Oh man. Uh, you know what's crazy? Yeah, Esme, I don't know what's happening either. I'm just I'm, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna go dark and and pick an MJF because they won't see that shit coming. Good lord. Okay. They won't know how to handle an MJF. Like that's that's like your dark card. Like I'm thinking of this like imagine the Ga- Magic the Gathering kind of way. Like what cards do you want in your deck, Gwent? Okay, same kind of theory, right? Digimon. It's all the same basic idea. You want to have some some stuff in your deck that they don't they don't see coming, they can't defend against. Yeah, they can't defend against MJF. They don't see him, him or like a, a, a Switchblade Jay White. Like you can't you don't know where they're coming from. No, they're squirrely. So I'm gonna throw one of them in there. Or squirrely. You gotta throw. You could say the squirt. They're squirrely. What's Squirtle's final form? I don't even. know. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> Mega Tortoise or something. Um, Blortus. I don't. Don't know Pokemon. Um, so, okay, I've got to pick two more. MJ, I've got to pick MJF and then... Uh, i got to get a Lucha guy. Well, you have two flyers already. I was going to say Lucha guys. Uh, you got bruisers, luchas, mental, ghost form. Bray Wyatt and Al Snow. Yeah, The Fiend. Yeah, yeah take The Fiend. Take The Fiend. Yeah, there you go. Full on dark. Mm-hmm. Get Al, like a nice, Al, Al nice. Snow is the mannequin head. That's his weapon of choice. Well, he said six. That we now we that you took you took Brock and Ishii, and then you took Osprey and Ricochet. Oh, okay. And I'm take and I'm taking uh, MJF and and the Fiend. Done. That's the weirdest damn Pokemon lineup I ever seen. But effective though. I <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, actually, the more I think about it, that's it, as if that was a wrestling faction. Who's beating that faction? Nobody. <laughs> Who's beating? No one's beating that faction. No. Uh, bl- uh-uh. Blastoise apparently is, Blastoise. is Squirtle's That's final it. form. Blastoise. Thank you. I freaking knew it. Look, see. <laughs> Such a nerd. Even should I don't know about, I still kind of never mind. No. I remember <laughs> looking at everybody in twenty. Was it twenty sixteen or twenty eight seventeen? They were all walking around different places, going to gyms with their phones oh, the, with, with Pokemon Go, dude. That shit was I missed viral. Out Pokemon but Go. I pissed. I missed. I had people walk into my bar and they'd like in the middle of the drink just like walk away. And I'd be sitting there, there'd be a drink in my bar, and they'd come back twenty minutes later, and be like, "I'm sorry, there was a shibbly gibbet around the corner. I had to go get him real quick." <laughs> like, oh, uh, yeah, totally, man. Well, I saved your drink. It's warm now. I'm gonna do a but, uh, uh, okay, and just acknowledge <laughs> that it exists and move on. <laughs> um. I get it. I've I've got my nerd stuff I'm into, and I'll, I'll like Pokemon. I get it. I do hundreds and hundreds of them, and you have to catch them all. And there's all kinds of lore, and it's it's fun. I get it. I get it. Yep. I get it. I just never did it, and that's 
I, it's a huge hole in my nerddom, and I, I freaking admit that. Yeah. So I apologize, Xander. I hope your mom's okay after the, the car crash. And yeah. Sorry to hear oh, about yeah. that, brother. Uh, go to, there. Everyone go to pro, pro wrestling tees forward slash Xander Gabriel. Give the man some money. So Nice. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Xander. Uh, Jacob, oh, next Sorry, we, were, we weren't able to answer that better. Yeah. <laughs> Asking me stuff about Warcraft or Destiny I'll, I'll, or Halo, I'll shoot lore at you all day. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, man. I'll, tell, the you, Rings. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll go deep into that. I'll throw it down. Yeah. Uh, next up, Jacob asks, Hello, guys. Hope all is well. With the seemingly expanding roster of AEW, do they need to add a second weekly show, or is AEW dark enough? If so, should they add more storylines to the dark matches? From what I understand, they're actually going to make AEW dark like a proper second show at some point. I believe TNT optioned it. I've got to go yeah. back and look at the actual article that I read, but uh, I believe TNT optioned it as their second show. That got put on hold, obviously, because of everything that's going on right now. But supposedly at some point that will be the secondary show. And if you're keeping track, they are actually doing a lot of matches on that show that do matter in the long term in terms of your standings, in terms of like building up your win-loss record. AEW Dark is where a lot of that happens. And you'll see guys who seem to lose a lot on Dynamite, but then they're winning all the time over on Dark. So next thing you know, they have like a big match. You're like, how'd they get here? All I do is see them lose. Well, they're winning over on Dark. Yeah. So it is actually going to end up being, I think, a show that they focus on a lot more. Now, whether or not they need a third show, um, I think if Dark becomes their secondary TV show, it wouldn't hurt for them to even have a tertiary show that maybe isn't all matches. Um, like a main event. Like, like a main event where they recap other things. They have a couple of other even like lower-level matches, um, build some feuds, down there, even have like promos that have up until now been YouTube exclusive. Yeah. Uh, even if that's a YouTube show itself, like have it all collated in one place. Yeah. I, I, there could be room for that. The problem is, is I don't think anyone's going to try anything new in terms of show setups while this whole thing is going yeah. on. Uh, this thing that we cannot say because please don't demonetize us, YouTube. Yes. Um, so, yeah, basically, do I think that there's room for it? Yes, there is, just not right now. But story-wise, absolutely. Dark is knocking it out of the park. I, th I think the problem with Dark is that it's not as known or as watched as it should be. Uh, if you go, we for, for the record, we do I do put a playlist on our channel for you guys so that you can keep track of all of the episodes of Dark. You can watch them all in order if you want to. They're about 50 minutes to an hour. It's a quick one. I would love to do watch parties for those. Uh, if they didn't line up directly when we start our show pretty much on Tuesday nights. Uh, I would love to see them do a Saturday show or a, a something in the middle, a Friday weekend, night, yeah, something show, on sure. the week. Try and bring back Saturday morning wrestling. Dude, that was how I got it. I got into it because of Saturday yep. morning wrestling. I mean, Saturday morning cartoons are dead. The Saturday morning TV block is gone. Yep. And that was one of the things is you'd watch cartoons until 10 in the morning. 11 in the morning, and then the wrestling would come on, at least when I was growing up. Yep. So that is gone. That I would get up at 5 anymore. or 6 a.m. just so I could get the remote control first from my sister so that I could watch what I wanted to watch because that was the rule, sure. whoever got there first, right? Yeah, but having a Saturday night show I don't think is a bad idea at all. No, uh, it'd be fantastic. With a replay, with a replay Sunday morning? I, I can remember being a kid and going over to stay at my grandparents' house on Friday night and getting up first thing in the morning just to watch wrestling shows and cartoons. 
Uh, so, yeah, uh, whether it's Saturday morning or Saturday night depends on what your demo is that you're going after. I, I think they're targeting the adult demographic more so than the kids like WWE would be. Um, but, but most of that stuff they're doing on the WWE Network now anyway. So I, at, at a certain point, uh, I want, um, I'd like to see something on the weekends besides mm-hmm. pay-per-views, right? Give me one more thing for us to do, right? Uh, totally. <laughs> uh, I think dark is fine as it is. I wouldn't touch dark. I wouldn't mess with it. I might move it to a different day that isn't adjacent to dynamite. That's that'd be the only programming change I would make. Make it a. They're sp- trying to fit in. Yeah. Make maybe make dark the show that you do on the weekends and have some other YouTube show or well, something else. But where else would you put it? You've got competition on Mondays and Counter- Fridays. Counter program it. You know. They're they're killing really? NXT Go on ahead. Wednesdays Wait. right now. Raw is suffering hard. What? You don't? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't put your secondary show against their flagship. Well, I guess Raw is not their flagship anymore. But their three-hour show, you don't put your your one-hour show. I don't think so. If you if you put it at that first hour and it starts to hit into Raw's ratings, no, I think that that's first, a that's a bold block. move. I I like it on Tuesdays. Yeah, I just don't like it directly adjacent. I, what I'm really pissed off is about is that I can't watch it because we got to do the show Tuesday night. That's what I'm really upset about. Aww. Maybe Thursday instead of Tuesday. They're counter programming us, and you're mad, but I, you want them to go. So stop counter programming us. Go yeah. counter program WWE. Yeah. Brr, my wrestling. Yeah. I don't want dark. Brr. Let me let me be clear there, Kyle. I don't want dark to replace or be main event, anything like that. Uh, I think dark Jacob. is fine as it is. But I, I do think that there needs to be a show of some sort. Uh, Sasha Banks does a great show called This Week in WWE, and they put it up on Friday nights or Saturdays. And it's a, basically an hour-long recap show on the network that c- covers everything kind of in a similar fashion to we, that we do. Um, but the, the idea there is that they do it at the end of the week so that it gives you a full one-hour breakdown. I think something like that with Shivani and Aubrey, like they're doing the podcast. Uh, Dasha now is on board. So have Tony and Dasha do a this week in AEW on Saturdays. Something like that would be easy. My bigger concern overall is how do they get a content network? That's going back to all the way to the beginning. How do they figure out how to deliver all of this content that doesn't involve a cable subscription? And I, I hope they figure that out in the next six months or so. But, well, we'll see because, again, I don't think they're doing any kind of lateral movement right now. Yeah. With everything that's going yeah. on. So, thank you, Jacob. Good question. Thank you very much, man. Uh, next up, Brandon asks, "Hey, fellas, hope you're doing well, and enjoying <laughs> yourselves, and enjoying all the graps." We all. Oh yeah. Thank you. Oh yeah. I enjoyed. I, I enjoy the graps when they ain't craps, and they ain't craps right now. So no, I'm enjoying the graps. They're fantastic. <laughs> Two questions today for us. Uh, as a common trope in WWE, with wrestlers going to Hollywood and starring in movies, what are some AEW and NXT wrestlers you could see going Hollywood later in their careers, and in what movie big big movie franchise could you see them? Can, mm. uh, that's the first question. We'll get. Uh, so, what do you want to say on that one? AEW and NXT wrestlers that could break out in Hollywood. And in what franchise? Um, I mean, if we, ooh. I feel like Colt Cabana needs his own sitcom. Twenty-two minute sitcom, boom boom, Colt Cabana, boom boom. I, I feel like he could. That that's turnkey for me. I could see him as a game show host. That'd be if fun he took, too. If, he took, if, he, if Colt Cabana took over Family Feud, I would be totally cool with that. <laughs> Steve Harvey's going to ride that train to his grave. <laughs> and he should. Steve Absolutely. Harvey's amazing He's on that show. brilliant. I love Steve Harvey. 
Um, his, I feel his like Colt would emoting at innuendo is legendary. Like that'll never get old. What's Drew Carey? What's the show Drew Carey does right now? Uh, well, he, he's, he did take over Price is Right from Bob Barker. Uh, but he Price is Right. He's known I, from I could see uh, whose line Price is it right. anyway? Price is Right would be well, amazing. Yeah, with I'm Colt talking Cabana. about Price is Right. Like right now, I'm, I'm <laughs> Colt Cabana doing like that kind of thing. Yes, would be amazing. Yes, amazing. Um. Oh man. Well, I think an obvious one is. I would like to see either Brody King or Braun Strowman as the sidekick in a remake of Bloodsport. And you have Rusev playing Bolo Young because he's always wanted to do that. Um, But who do we get to play Frank Ducks is the question. That is the question. Cody? Matt Riddle. No, Matt's not. Like, the thing that made that character so great was just how, like, obliviously innocent he was just like he's just that's true kind of a doof yeah you know and matt riddle's a doof but not like that he's a stony doof he's a bro ducks isn't a bro (laughs) ducks is just kind of like i'm just here filling space you know um man who do you get to play frank ducks i mean again i just off the top of my head cody but Current. What are some current AEW? Everything wants me to go say Steve Blackman is is Frank Ducks. No, he's too serious. He'd be one of the opponents. Yeah, yeah. he'd be one of the guys in the Kumite. That's a good point. Uh, I can't remember what Ogre's character name was in uh, in Bloodsport. What was the guy that played Ogre in the Nerds movies? What was his character? Yeah. Oh, I forget. I forget his name. I I I like like an a hole. The one that the one that Bolo again. Yeah, we didn't kill him. Well, you put him in the hospital. Well, whatever. Okay. And he took his bandana, wrapped it around his knee, pointed to it. It's like, I'll kick your yeah. ass. Kick JB, your I love out. Whose Line Is It Anyway. It's one of my favorite shows ever. Oh, Whose Line Is the Best. Yeah. It's every the iteration. British one the is British, way better. The British one. Oh, oh my God. God. With this Ryan Styles and the big guy. Greg, Greg I can't Proots. remember the big guy's name. All right. We're getting off on a bit of yeah. a tangent here. We're talking right. about wrestlers um, going Hollywood. What other wrestlers could go Hollywood? Could conceivably go Hollywood, and in what? Dolph Ziggler had that franchise. movie that wasn't terrible. Uh, he was one that popped into my mind, but then I remembered he had that movie. Um, we've seen Roman Reigns do a cameo. Cena's got his coming up, obviously, with Fast yeah. and Furious 9. Whenever you know, it's funny. There. It's always the ones you least expect that have a decent career. Like Obviously, it's the big ones like Cena and Rock. You kind of go, okay, yeah. Batista becoming a gigantic movie star. Tell me any of you saw that coming. No. And if you do tell me, you're lying. Yeah. You did not see that coming. Only because they haven't made the Gears of War movie yet because he would be the perfect, even though they cast he's him in the game. In right? the game. But again, like the, the kind of movies he's been in is the thing that's weird. Like he's been in, you know, you do the stupid action comedies, but he's also been in like Blade Runner and stuff like that where he's got like serious acting roles. That's the thing that has to be like shocking for anyone who watched Batista back in the day. Um, or um, Kurgan, the guy who played Kurgan in WWE, becoming like he's actually like he's done a ton of stuff. Um, so it's always the ones you least expect. So if I'm saying someone who I least expect to be a movie star, Sami Zayn, all of a sudden he's like he's doing. Um, movies with like Seth Rogen. He plays like Seth Rogen's weird younger brother. Yeah. 
Almost like a James Franco. Yeah. Like they they do um Oh no. What if uh what if they do midnight run and Sami Zayn is the the guy's gonna go pick up. We're supposed to be doing AEW and NXT. Sami Zayn was in NXT at one point. Come on, Nick! Eight years ago. Uh all right. AEW, fine. i I feel like we've gotten a few ones, a few fun ones out there. Um I said Cody. Jericho's kind of an obvious one, but I feel like he's done stuff. Mm, he has. He was just in Jane Sullen Bob Strike Back. That's right. As a Ku Klux Klan member. Oh, boy. That one's not hitting it out of the park this week. Well, um, that was a. it was funny as hell. Yeah. It was really funny. That was actually a great role for him. Um, it'd be ironic if Miz ended up being... Oh, that's not... Sorry, it's not NXT or AEW. Damn it! Uh, I want to give Esme a shout out. She she said one of mine that I was thinking of. Brian Cage as Bane. Jesus Christ, totally right. Or or Wolverine for that. Or I mean, no, uh, Sabretooth. I think Brian Cage would make a better Sabretooth than a Wolverine. At this point, even though he's going, like, he's done the Wolverine gimmick. He yeah. came out as Weapon X for yeah. Christ's sake, and in, in right. Impact. <laughs> <laughs> he's been literal about it, yeah. and he was a good-looking Weapon X as an old Weapon X nerd. I got the original Barry Windsor Smith comic books, like. That was that was great. All right, I feel like we're we're yeah sitting we're, on we're this. sitting on this one. Uh, next up, he said, uh, if you could choose what superhero Becky Lynch plays in the Marvel universe, who would you choose? If it wasn't already taken, Scarlet Witch. Jean Grey. Honestly, see, no, Jean Becky is is does not the right like. Whenever I think of Jean Grey, I think of tall, statuesque. Um kind of like an air of mystery, a little bit distant from everybody else. And Becky seems like the cool chick next door. And Scarlet Witch has always been a little bit more kind of an accessible character, like still a little bit off, but kind of quirky. Jean Grey isn't quirky. Jean Grey is like the unattainable, you know, woman over there who's just a little, like she's in another, she's another place. Right. So that's my perception at least. So I don't see her as Jean Grey. She'd be a different. She'd be a different take on Captain Marvel as well. I could see her as Captain Marvel. I didn't yeah. particularly love the. Um, oh, what is that actress's name? Why is it escaping me now? Oh, come on, Nick. Uh, oh, Brie, who Brie Larson? Larson, Brie Larson. Thank you. Uh, I didn't particularly love her movie, but I liked her sort of appearances and cameos in the Avengers films. Huh. In Endgame. I, I thought her movie was fantastic. Spoiler alert. If you hadn't seen Endgame yet, you're fired. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it a hundred times. Yeah. No, Becky Lynch's Captain Marvel would be yeah. good. Although I know Tegan Knox is obsessed with Captain Marvel. Yeah. So that would be, she would, she would be heartbroken that she didn't get to play it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those, that's two. Uh, there you go. Scarlet Witch, Captain Marvel. There you go. Thank you, Brandon. Uh, next up, Martin asks, by Jove. Good morning, gentlemen. I do so hope you are both doing well and staying safe. Uh, by we- Jove. By Jove, indeed. Good morning to you, to you as well, sir. <laughs> I do so hope that you are doing quite well as well. That was pretty good. I'm doing okay. It's been a hard week, but I made it out of it. Good to hear. Uh, here's my question. I would love to come meet you both for a beverage or two, but for two problems. Number one, mm-hmm. there's a giant body of water in the way. <laughs> there, Not enough there money in the bank for me to be able to get across the water. Number two, well. I'm teetotal. That's a bit of a bigger problem. Yeah. 
And the, the water can be overcome. I actually was supposed to come to your side of the pond, oh, about two weeks ago. And, uh, well, that got kind of scuppered. Um, I was there in February. I was in London at the O2 for a yeah, day. Yeah, but the teetotal thing. Well, I mean, we can drink and you can drink water, I guess. Why would I just throw it out there? No, not you, him. Oh, oh. Martin, Martin could have like a nice, frothy, non-alcoholic beverage. Sure. And you and I could... So he says, in did. my place, I was wondering who mm. in all of entertainment oh. would you both like to have a full-on session with? By session, I mean drink to you so Ooh. drunk you profess your undying love for. Ooh. Second small question, would you rather have an action figure of yourself or a Funko Pop of yourself? Funko Pop. Probably a Funko uh, Pop. I, there's nothing about me that screams action figure. No. Uh, Unless they make dad bod action figures. I'm <laughs> like... They do. No, nobody I, wants I, to see my beer gut with my shirt off. They do. Off, yeah. Otis, Otis has an action figure. That's that's true. Um, that is true. Who would I? Uh, who would I? In all you go of first entertainment, Nick? like In all, all of entertainment ever. Um. Ever. Forever. Uh, what about you, Nick? That's tough. You know, somebody I'm gonna who have to, I, I've been obsessed yeah. with recently, I'll throw mm-hmm. this one out there, um, because he's been a little more open about his history and his background and things like that, and he's probably what I would consider to be him and Tom Cruise, the last great movie stars, uh, is Denzel Washington. I think I would enjoy sitting down. Is he a dude who you think's going to actually like tear it up, though? I don't know, but that makes me intrigued. Mm. Um, but I, I have so many questions. Uh, I, I think of Denzel. I think of people that I have undying love for, either in their craft or as a person. So, I mean, Denzel, I'm, I'm obsessed with him as an actor and his methods and the things that he, how he performs and how he maintains sort of a similar character across all of his films. He's always Denzel. Right. Right. And, and, and there's very few people that have been able to hold that. There, there's like a list of very small list of people that can, you can say that about. Uh, Tom Cruise is the other one right now that is what I, the other than that I think is the last great movie star. And he's always Tom Cruise. So, and I think well, that's what makes him kind of a whatever that star. means, right? Um, uh, but I, I, from an entertainment perspective, yeah, I think of people that I would profess my undying love for. What about if you were held to just wrestling? Does it still be Flair? I think you asked, got asked before, and you said you'd say Flair to go get. I'd love to go get shit faced with Flair. Call me, dude. Of of in all of wrestling, you'd go Flair. I yeah. I think so. See, I would actually not say Flair. Flair would be up there, but I would be worried that I would end up at the end of the night having to take care of him or getting out of jail. Whereas I kind of feel like I, if I went, well, maybe Flair in his prime. Now now I'd feel weird because I wouldn't want to, you know, I don't know if he should be drinking these days. Um, Flair in his prime, I'd be terrified. Uh, that being said, in wrestling, if you held me to just wrestling, I've got to stay stone cold because like, I've watched so many videos where the dude talks about drinking and drinks and beers and cocktails and whatnot, and that just sounds like a fun guy to shoot the shit with over drinks. Hard stop. 
Jericho as well. I feel like he's a guy who's also known for going out and putting, you know, cutting cutting a bit of a rug at the bar, mm-hmm. uh, if you will. And you know, again, another lot, another guy with a lot of stories. But if if you say all of entertainment, that's tough for me to narrow down because I've always like since I was a lot younger had a fantasy of being at a bar at a table and drinking with the trifecta, the unholy trifecta of Richard Harris, Oliver Reed, and Peter O'Toole and being stuck with those guys and just the insanity that would occur and just, you know, just seeing how that shit used to go down. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go Google those guys and you'll find out very quickly. Um, three of the greatest actors of all time, yeah. by the way, then that's not arguable. That is a stone cold fact, but also known as being three of the gnarliest partiers of all time. Um, so yeah, that, that's like a, that's partly a challenge. Um, but also just the shit that would go down. Yep. And I, and, and unlike flair, I wouldn't be worried that, I'd have to take care of them at the end of the night, although I might end up in jail. So I'm going to have to go with those, I, I, those three guys. What? If I'm going to be in jail, and I can say I went to jail with Ric Flair. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm okay. I'm kind of okay. I <laughs> went drinking right, with Ric Flair and um, ended yeah, up in jail. Listen, well, uh, some shit started, and it got out of hand, and I'm in jail with Ric Flair. Can you bring $25,000? And <laughs> Wait, where are we going to get that? Uh, Rick will be like, I got it. Don't worry about it. We'll just call Vince. Uh, Vince is another one, uh, even though he doesn't really drink. He doesn't drink, but yeah. Well, he does, but not. Yeah, Wait, he's not gonna. We're not gonna go out on a full-on session with Vince McMahon. Uh, okay, so thank you. We got to get rolling. We're going really Let's slow. Run a plane. Uh, all right, we're got a long way to a go. Good question, Martin, though, Mark. Thank good you very question. much, Martin. Uh, next up, Yardy asks, "Hello, good sirs. Hope everybody's doing fine. Hello. Every day, I'm missing New Japan more and more. My question this Me week is, too. how? Oh, God. How will we look back in a couple uh, of years at Naito's two belt run? He only oh, no, got to defend guy. it once uh, before all this happened. Thank you for making me smile and laugh with every new episode. Thank you, Yardy. I feel like he's going to address it when they come back yeah. because he has been kind of saying online, like, he said he wants to defend one belt and then the other. He doesn't have to defend them both at the same time uh, at every match, but whether that's going to get abbreviated, he's going to have to do it, like, we'll see. Um, I have a feeling that he's going to have to address it. And they, they tend to not beat around the bush in New Japan where they, they don't try to you know rewrite history and be like, that's oh, not a big deal. He's going to come right at it and say, I'm really frustrated that I haven't been able to defend these. Um, so, yeah, I have a feeling that there's going to you know pick right back up where they left off. Yeah. And Nitro's just going to try and go through the roster defending them and eventually lose one of them to somebody, probably Jay White. Um, and then probably the other one to Kota Ibushi, I would imagine. But... Uh, yeah, we will see, man. That's that's a great question. Um, it's also going to depend on when New Japan comes back. You know, one thing we reported on this week, Nick, is that Tanahashi says that we should be the last thing coming back. Right. So whether or not Bushi Road and, and New Japan shares that philosophy, we will have to see. But it could be a while before Naito gets to defend those belts. And whether or not that's counted in his title reign, you know, like consecutive days of being champ, like he doesn't have to defend it. There's no shows. Does that still count? Yeah. There's gonna be there's a lot to, to parse when this all comes back. 
in terms of Naito's title reign. Because, yeah, like Jardy said, like he won it. And then like <laughs> two months later, boom, everything's done. Yeah. So we'll see what we see uh, is, is kind of my take on that. We're all waiting in the wings for New Japan to come back. Man, uh, miss it every week. I want, oh, I want it so bad. Yeah. Thank you, Yardy. Hope you're doing well over there, too, man. Uh, next up, Abraham. Uh, so, guys, I'm loving BWO Daily and pretty much everything you do for us. Thank you, Thank Abraham. you, dude. I want to say a genuine heartfelt thank you for all you do. You make wrestling awesome and is much appreciated. Dude. I'm becoming verklempt. <laughs> thank you, brother. Before I ask my question, I want to share that. Oh, boy. Nick Booking inspires me. Oh, God. That is why I bought the most expensive tinfoil hat I can find. I am a believer in Nick Booking. What was the other merch idea I sent you? Hit him, uh, wink, wink. Uh, with that out in the open and off my chest, my question is, what if Charlotte gets booked to win all three women's titles to kickstart the most <laughs> intense women's Charlotte division yep, storylines ever? Would that be good for WWE? There would be a lot of the pissed-off wrestlers, which would be great for promos and ultimately highlight the next rising stars, cementing Charlotte as the greatest ever as she would have contributed to this and the upward trajectory of the women's division. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I, I see where you're going with that. I really do. Um, I think it's inevitable. Uh, it's a foregone conclusion she... that Charlotte is going to have all of the, the records. Titles at the same time? Well, no, all of the records for title reigns. Eventually. But Isn't I'm, that... Obviously all the women's belts, I mean. Isn't what he's saying that she's going to win all three at the same time? Women, she gets booked to win all three women's all titles three to kickstart the most intense. So she could be the NXT champion. She could go face Bailey for the SmackDown, and she, who just beat her. No, she no. Could go people get, are already people are already freaking out that she has one title and is it on all three shows? Can you imagine if she was the champ of all three shows? They'd burn down. No, don't put on your hat. <laughs> They'd burn down Titan Towers. Yep. Like that's. It's not that far fetched. It's far-fetched enough. <laughs> it's far-fetched. Maybe if every other like major woman star died, like Bailey and Asuka all like just, you know, like got snapped out of existence by Thanos, and there's no one else, you have to have Charlotte, like she's the last one standing, and then all you have are like the people down at NXT <laughs> to build them all back up. Then 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 maybe. But aside from that, no, no, that would be a terrible idea for perception and everything else. Plus, you'd elevate her so far above everybody else that you would... I mean, you think the Roman Reigns reactions were bad. She'd get booed out of everywhere she showed up. He, he qualified this at the end said, Just a thought. I am not all-knowing and wise like Nick, but I want to be oh, like God. him when I grow up. Thanks, that is all. <laughs> Thank you, Abraham. I Genuinely, I really appreciate that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my Ian God. Ian barely made it out alive. As his oh, shirt would I'm imply. Still, I'm still scarred. I've got a, yeah. <laughs> got a really nasty twitch going on. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yes, there would be a lot of pissed off wrestlers, but I think it would piss off the fans even more. I yeah, really do. Like, would, if, even would, her, just look at, look at the reaction to her having the NXT title. Look at the reaction to Roman Reigns. He didn't even had a title. What? Was, I mean, he had titles, not for very long, in each case. Yeah, Seth. Seth was the only guy who had two titles at once. He had the, both the uh, World and Ice Ryan. title at once. I mean, like, in that period of time. Oh, sure. But, I mean, like all, we all got so worked up of Roman Reigns being shoved down our throats, getting title opportunities, when he rarely ever actually won any of them. So You have so many other viable women. If they, if they gave Charlotte the, all three titles, even if it was for, like, a short run, yeah. 
just to put over other women, the perception would be that they only trust Charlotte to put over women. Then you also have to have Charlotte lose all those times to those women. There's just there's all kinds of reasons why that just wouldn't work. Having her work with the NXT title and bring some eyes to that brand, which was their thought there, um, has already become convoluted enough. Her having to defend against everybody and finding a good reason for her to drop it to everybody while putting over the person that's taking it and not damaging Charlotte's perception, that I think is just completely beyond anything that they could possibly do. And it's a much better idea to just have these other women stay in the elevated position that they are, even if, as it is, you kind of have Charlotte already standing about, like a bit of a head above every other woman in the division. She already seems to have that perception about her, so there's no need to go overboard with it and, and strap her with everything. That, I think, would be putting all of your eggs in one very fragile basket. Yep, I agree. I agree. Thank you very much, Abraham, and appreciate the kind words, man. Uh, next up, Dubstep Rob is up. Hey, guys. So full, Oh, this one's hey. going to be fun. So full disclosure, okay. this may be a little too soon and a little uncomfortable. Uh-oh. This, All has, right. this has been kind of an effed up week. But it is my opinion that this group can have a rational discussion about the following topic. Love this group. Thank uh, you. Not sure where you, oh, I see where he's going with this. Okay. Uh, so what he's referring I like, no, to. I like, I, like, I like the fact that that's the that's, it's true. Yeah. It's very awesome group like yeah. that. Here's the setup. I took umbrage at the idea that Sheeta was strapped as a reaction to Hanakamura's passing. It devalues mm. Sheeta as a worker. So full disclosure, I did suggest and speculate that that could be one of the reasons they decided to pull the trigger sure. at double or nothing. Um, I think Sheeta is fantastic, dynamic, and an excellent wrestler. Quite frankly, I didn't think that Nyla did anything with the strap. I was bored with her. Just like I can't get behind Nia, I couldn't get behind Nyla. For some reason, big women wrestlers don't connect with me. Here's the okay. question. If wrestling follows real-life situations, including real angst in a community, uh, for example, recently, black males and white police officers, do you have an example where wrestling followed community feelings? I would have suggested Cruz picking up the... Uh, Apollo Cruz picking up the U.S. belt as an example, but the situation happened the same day. I believe that wrestling can certainly use its platform for social good, but strapping someone because of their personal identification to make points with their community devalues everyone in the equation. Love to hear your thoughts. Woman's evolution. Yeah. Totally. That's, I mean, that's the first thing that popped into my head was Bingo. that it was just complete virtue signaling from the WWE. And, you know, they, they, they tried so hard to push that into their social perception um, that it became telling how obnoxiously hard they were trying to push that this was a big deal. Yeah. Um, if you wanted it to be a big deal, don't freaking shove it down our throats what a big deal Let is. Let it be organic. It'll be an even bigger yeah. deal. Yeah, I'd say actually most of the time, at least in the mainstream with wrestling, um, <laughs> they've kind of tended to be on the wrong side of uh, social issues by and large, um, or they've made a mistake and then had to like go back and correct it later. Um, but in terms of like, you know, like for instance here, like, well, let's, let's give um, she to the belt because of this thing that just happened. Um, I can certainly think I'm, I'm trying to think of instances where they've definitely not done things because they they didn't want it to seem inappropriate. I mean, um, and I'm trying to remember his name now, but uh, when they had the uh, the Middle Eastern wrestler, damn it, he's a school teacher now. Why am I forgetting his name? Hassan, Muhammad Hassan, I think. Okay. 
And he had, he was coming out. He was basically was like, like 2005 or so, and he was coming out as a terrorist. You know, uh, yeah. I mean, talk about being on the wrong side of of that. Um, and flipping Sergeant was, Slaughter heel in the midst of the Iraq War. Yeah, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I, they they just they just seem to be on the wrong side of things because they want to create controversy, and controversy is easy money, and it's harder to make money off of things that feel good. Yeah. Um, so usually they do it just because it's politically correct when they do something that's right, and I think that's something that you're hitting on here, Rob, is doing something that because it's politically correct, um, as opposed to because it works for the story. I took Apollo Crews winning as this is a guy who busted his ass for the last few months when things were tough, and yeah. as a reward, the company gave him his due. Yeah. Um, that was more what I took that as. And as, as far as Sheeta, um, I definitely want to hope that it wasn't because of Hana Kimura's passing. Agreed. Um, and there's no way to determine that unless we were stuck in the booking room, and, and we're not. Um, so it would have to remain speculation. I'm going to assume that it was strictly because of Sheeta's talent and they wanted to shake things up. Uh, and I agree. They didn't really do a whole lot with Nyla. And I was shocked they took the belt off of her when they did because I thought there was more they could have done with her. Yep. Um, You've got Chris and especially, coming up. You've got Britt Baker coming yeah. up. It just felt like things were bubbling around Sheeta Especially a as, a, as a bigger, like a monster heel in a woman's division. Um, I thought Nyla was actually playing the role really well and certainly more athletic than, than, than Nia Jax in, in a similar role. Yeah. So I thought that, um, you know, I, I actually liked her title reign. Uh, I wanted it to continue, to continue because of that. And the fact that it was cut short was the only thing that made me kind of go, huh, I wonder why they did that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the first one that pops in my head would be the woman's revolution, evolution, whatever you want to call it. I mean, such a hard turn from brawn panties, the divas championship, you know, so. Yeah. Thank you very much, Rob. That's a, it's a, it's a good talking point to have. I'm going to think on that, man. Yeah. Cause I know there's, I know there's plenty of other instances where, as me suggested, you know, Eddie winning the title at that time, the Mexican population had boomed at an incredible rate with that came its own set of issues and the sure. current sitting president at the time, not being a fan of it. So, yeah. yeah, any any time that you have a, a big American holiday, you tend to see a lot more like rah rah nationalism in WWE. You know, the Star Spangled Boy beats the foreign heel right. more often around. You know, somebody posted Summer, it in the group this week. Uh, Kurt Angle's debut coming out of the crowd with uh, Ali, whatever his name was. I can't remember uh, from India. It was a high, one of those hyphenated names. I can't remember what his character's name was. Mm. Yep, foreign heat. Stuff. It's the cheap way. They've always done it. Uh, thank you very much, Rob. Dubstep, Rob. Thank you, brother. Uh, next up, Josh asks, going to make you think this week. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Uh-oh. No. <laughs> no more. <laughs> come on. Bring it on. Each of you come up with a five-person faction, okay. main eventer, mid-carter, tag team, and a woman. Yes. Out of current wrestlers from any promotion and give them a purpose or gimmick. As always, y'all are the best, and I look forward to not working seven days a week and being able to join live chats again. Hey, man, seven days a week, dude. Damn. Get it, Josh. Woo. Mm. I'm sorry, brother. Yeah. Putting that work in. Um, man, well, in, in honor of him doing seven days, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a make myself think about this. Yeah, no kidding. Um, what if 
Uh, okay. All right. I've got the I've got the I've got the beginnings of it here. I've got the beginnings of it. Um, this isn't the Pokemon faction from earlier, is it? No, 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 no. All right. No, no, no. I'm a, I've got to start writing this down so I remember who I've gotten here. Um, okay, I've got that, that, that. I'm still working on it. You, you, you. If you've got anything, let me know. <laughs> I've got. Goo <laughs> I, in I've my got a brain. really good one. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm boiling over here, waiting to hear what you have to say and trying to think of mine at the same time. <laughs> I mean, I could oh. I could borrow the one that I created for um, Nick booking, which was what, where you had AJ Styles and the Good Brothers with Prince Devitt, Prince Balor, and add one more to it, add a woman to it. That's probably that's probably mine. So AJ Styles and which we ended up getting as the OC after I called them the phenomenal ones. It, you know it, you. <laughs> You guys call me crazy all the time. Um, and then, So, yeah, AJ Styles is the leader, the main inventor. You've got the tag team of the Good Brothers. You've got Finn Balor as the upper mid-carter, sort of the icy belt kind of guy. And then for a woman, uh, Nikki Bella. No. No. <laughs> I know. Damn. Liv Morgan. All right. There's mine. Okay. Liv Morgan. Where did that come from? I'm I'm really hot on Liv Morgan right now. I'm I'm upset that she didn't get the Hello. right opportunity in the in the right way. Not that way. Oh, oh okay. She won, she won back to back match in a very respectful way. Um okay. I, I love that they gave there she's got a finisher, she's got a new gimmick, she's got a name, she's cutting promos, and they're not doing anything else with her. Coming off of two back to back wins against Ruby and really taking Charlotte in a, into a competitive match. So I I I I'm a little she's top of mind for me right now because I have high hopes that they're gonna do something proper for Liv Morgan. So there's mine. Well, I'm going to have, um, as my main eventer, um, I'm actually, so I'm going to have a faction called the Red Rain, R-E-I-G-N. Oh. And it's going to be managed by Terry Taylor. Main eventer is going to be Seamus. The woman's going to be Becky. The tag team of Buddy Murphy and Sami Zayn. I think you see where I'm going here. Yeah. Foreigner I just can't faction. think of I just can't think of another damn redhead. <laughs> <laughs> I need a mid-carter. Red dead, a mid-carter red dead redhead. wrestling. Oh, the Red Rain. Red Rain. Terry Taylor, the Red Rooster. Seamus, Becky, Sami Zayn, Terry Taylor. But damn, I'm trying to think of another redhead to stick in the mid-card. This is almost oh, as bad. Oh, Lance as- Archer. Lance Archer's got red hair. There, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Lance Archer. Yeah. <laughs> All hail the Red Rain. And they just like come out and they like just, you know, after the matches, they get like some red paint and like kind of like, kind of like NWO with the red spray paint. They spread paint RR on everyone's back. Nice. They tag them. In nice. Red. Tag them with red. That's right. Yes. The whole world will run red when red rain runs through. That's all. And they the- say a lot of things with R's. They like they rare all week like Ruby Roo. R in the beginning of everything. Okay. Uh, all right. Now we're just getting silly. And then eventually, like whenever it gets sick of them, they turn into a pirate faction. All they say is R. 
Yar. We be coming to ye ring for ye booty. Yar. What? You know what the uh, a pirate's favorite street in the San Fernando Valley is? San Fernando Valley? Yeah. Uh, no. What? Burbank. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll show myself out. Oh, man. Man, I, I, I had built up so much, and then you just tore it right down in about five seconds flat. Yeah, you started calling them all pirates and, and stuff like and that. And then where'd you go? Yeah. You went you went somewhere off completely different. At least uh, I didn't bring Asian Dawn out, okay? Can we can we be happy about that? We are always very happy when you when you just did, so now here we are. Well, only the patrons know about it, okay? So Yeah, the we'll, rest we'll, of us we'll leave it at that. <sighs> Patreon.com slash BWO if you want to know what I'm talking about. Go listen to the bonus episodes of Nick Booking 2.0. Uh, thank you very much, Josh. Hope you enjoyed those. Uh, next up, Billy asked, gentlemen, it's fairly well, fairly well known, fairly well known, I think is what he meant. Uh, fairly well known that once you join New Japan, you must join a stable. Based on your personalities, which stable do you join and why? Anyone who knows me knows I'd be 100% Bullet Club, but what about you? Stay safe and stay phenomenal. Thank you, Billy. Are we are we talking about just New Japan or any faction ever? I think he's talking about just New Japan, he said. Right? He said once you join New Japan, you must join a stable. So you and I oh. just joined New Japan. What oh, stable this are we a... cozying up to? Easy. I've got mine. You go first. I, I, I feel like you've got LIJ written all over you. Oh, no. No. What? Suzuki Goons, son. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Come on. I've come I've got the master on my wall behind me right here. You've got lucha masks all over your wall too, so, you know. So, Desperado's in 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 there. <laughs> He's in Suzuki Gun. Come on. Uh Suzuki Gun all the way. I feel like I'd be a chaos guy. I'm kind of a good guy. Yeah, you'd totally be chaos. You totally would be chaos. Yeah. You totally would be chaos. I'd yeah. Yeah. Damn. I like modern chaos, not like old kind of pseudo heel faction chaos. You're you you're modern chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, for yeah. sure. Thank you very much, Billy. Next up, Tagu- Kyle. you're you're what? like you're like Taguchi Goon. That's how that's like how <laughs> good guy you are. Okay. All right. Uh thank you, I guess. I think <laughs> maybe. <laughs> that would also put us at odds a lot, so that'd be great. Yeah, we could have our own feud. Next up, Kyle. Uh, Over the last few weeks, I've been hearing this perception going around that NXT has started to be influenced by what many perceive as negative tropes of the main roster or that the quality of the show has gone downhill this year. Personally, I disagree with this sentiment as I feel from the beginning of the year through Portland and much of the material leading up to what would have been TakeOver Tampa has been the same NXT but was derailed when they didn't have a TakeOver to build toward. My question for you is, do you feel NXT has slipped and started having bad influence on some of the tropes of the main roster? Uh, in either case, why do you think is why what do you, why do you think is causing such a sentiment generally, and what do you think can mm-hmm. be done to correct this perception? Uh, I, I got you. I I, I understand. Which yeah. So I've had this sort of meh feeling for the last couple of months about NXT. Uh, it's a combination of what's going on around the NXT Championship and the lack of any main storyline or prestige around it at all, at all. Like the whole thing with Velveteen Dream yeah. this week with Regal and the phone call, the conference call or whatever with Regal and Cole yeah. really kind of like steered into that and stepped on it and be like, 
we're never doing the Velveteen Dream thing again. Sorry, guys. We got to do it one more time, but we're sorry. Yeah, he wins or he's done. Right. Um, but just an overall, it felt like it was rudderless. Yeah. And there was a lot of, okay, I guess that's a thing. It almost felt like they lost a writer and the scripts got burned and they had to kind of pick up the pieces from what they had, what they remembered that like it was they had supposed the to be. tattered corners of the pages left and the, yeah. they had to put it back together. <laughs> it felt like they had a bunch of pieces and none of them were clicking. Like they, yeah. they, And it was even kind of happening before the shutdown where it just seemed like they, like ever since they went to two hours and went on USA – it's been kind of getting it's like they've felt a little bit lost. It yeah. didn't feel as tight. It didn't feel like That's a good things point. were progressing as evenly. Um, and it may be because they're trying to fill more time, but not with, with the roster that they have, that shouldn't be a problem. Right. They just haven't landed the plane on a bunch of these feuds and these arcs. They haven't paid off storylines uh, except I mean a few of them they have, but overall like there's just been a bunch of missteps were before there were not and the takeovers that hasn't been the takeovers have still been amazing like takeover portland was one of the best takeovers wow. of all time yeah um so it's not like they, they're still nailing their big shows but the week to week has definitely been a bit lackluster and I, I think that's a that's a a common perception that is true and it's one of the reasons why i think their ratings are slipping and it's strange because they've even tried to bolster it with Finn Balor and Charlotte, but both of them have felt kind of rudderless since they've been involved. Like, what has Finn been doing? He's been bouncing back and forth between there and NXT UK, having half feuds with Johnny Gargano. Now he's kind of got a feud out of nowhere with Damian Priest. Like, there's a lot of stuff that comes out of nowhere and doesn't go anywhere satisfactorily. As you said, Nick, the, the title picture with Velveteen Dream and Adam Cole came out of nowhere, was got there badly and then now that it's there it doesn't feel that great and this and is after we've spent the last two years watching gargano and champa destroy each it other like how is, that, how is this think? supposed to compare is that why is, the, is it because they don't have they set the a bar big so program high? well they, they don't have a big program like that they don't have anything that's that like and they but the things with that they had other programs underneath it that were really good but they don't have that one big money program no they screwed up they had it they had it they had hat in hand they had imperium just ready to go to challenge undisputed era for that like if you had yeah. set up a tag feud which you kind of did between imperium and undisputed era you know red dragon and then you would had walter versus adam cole another sort of tyler bait style yeah kind of match. No, no no but to jump in the problem with imperium is travel i understand i understand but I, but I feel like that what's the third or fourth best thing? Okay, we'll do that because they're available. Instead of waiting and taking your time and just having Adam Cole be a, uh, you know, alongside other people or that could he could be an enforcer for him or a ringside coach. Or, I don't know. Kind of surprised that they didn't put the belt on Champa and have this cross feud for Champa. I guess they want to have they want to build cross up a little bit before having him take the title. I could see him just destroying Adam Cole after Velveteen Dream is done. Yeah. Um, especially if, as rumors say, Adam Cole may be looking at AEW come SummerSlamish. So, yeah, no, it's there's. I think there's a lot of things. The women's division also has a lot of strong parts, but then has just been hit or miss lately. Um, 
I guess to answer Kyle, your question directly, yes, I feel NXT has slipped. I feel that it has good days and bad days, but overall I feel like it's, it's slipped. But I don't think it's because of the tropes of the main roster. No. I, I, I'm not seeing those creeping in. I'm seeing just them just being a little lackluster compared to what they were. It's still a great wrestling show. Um, you know, just looking at it arbitrarily, it's still a solid-ass show. It's just not as good week to week as it was. And you know what? I, that's fine. You can't expect everyone to have like a great show year in, year out, year after year. Like that's really hard to do. So if they go on a slump for a few months, you know, or almost a year now, kind of a slow slump, I believe they'll come back. I really do. Uh, they'll they'll right the ship. So they've got enough talent, enough smart people working down there. Like I feel, I feel like they'll, they'll have a comeback. If those ratings drop under half a million on a regular basis, you're going to see USA start going, well, I don't know about this. Let's... And we might, go I don't back know. To I think, network, I think right know? now, no one's really looking at those as hard because of everything that's going on. But, but I, again, I'm not a TV executive, so I can't say that for sure. Yeah. They, uh, they the other be. wild card that I'll throw in there is they lost a couple of their up and comers very quickly. Uh, in Garza and Theory, and I'm trying to think if there were uh, Carrillo went up really quickly. So a lot of the who could have been the next generation of upper mid and top card guys uh, in NXT got yanked. Yeah. So and now was, Riddle's now Riddle's gone now too. Riddle's gone. Dijak. Lee is probably on a short list right behind Dijak. Like, yep. I can't, like, if we get to the end of 2020 and Keith Lee is still in, I, 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 I think Keith Lee might go win the Royal Rumble next year. That's kind of a way off speculation. I, no, we talked about this. You, we, I've kind of shot you down. Maybe in a year or two. You actually, you said in a year or two, maybe. Not Cause, next Because I think that you they may that. send him up to go get the NXT championship after he loses the North American. I think Keith? Keith Lee, yes. No, I think, they've, I think that's cross. Maybe. Honestly. You might be right on that one. I'm, yeah. I'm curious to see what they're going to do with Cross. I still don't yeah. really have an opinion on him yet, other than, oh, my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice entrance. Yeah, it's, it's Scarlet He's looks great. That. I love the big eyes yeah. on the Tron. It kind of looks like Champa's Tron, too, in a way. That's interesting. Ooh, wonder if that move. Anybody ever think about that? That, yeah. that thing this week? That's what now. Uh, thank you very much, Kyle. Lots of stuff to, to ruminate and speculate on. It, it's a great conversation to have about the state of the union of NXT right now. Um, and yep. where things are at and where things will be a year from now when hopefully we've all recovered from from the situation we're all in right now. Mm. Next up, Marshall asks, as you know, WWE did re-sign Drew Gulak while wrestling is virtually in a holding pattern. What is it about Drew Gulak do you feel WWE wants that they would give him a new deal when a month ago they thanos half the roster? Mm. Thanks again, guys. Hope all is well. Uh, I think Drew might have pulled a rabbit out of his hat with the whole co yeah. <laughs> coaching thing uh, with Daniel Bryan, and that turned into uh, a bit of a thing with Sheamus, and then it turned into a tag thing, and then they had a match against each other that was... Any, anything that we say about this, to clarify, is going to be speculation. Yes. Because we have no idea what happened behind closed doors. No one does with Drew Gulak. Yeah. No one. Um, you're going to see people that say, oh, our sources say this. No one was in those... No one's seen his contract. No one knows exactly if he indeed asked for more money and they said no and his contract expired. We don't know if his contract expired and they hadn't put in a new deal in place and they just said on good faith 
like don't worry we got a new we'll contract together yeah like you're still with us we just have to get a new contract written up like it's fine just come in and shoot or and this is one thing i haven't seen because the only reason they said he re-signed with the company is because he worked that battle royale on smackdown so as far as i know no one's seen his new contract right he was just kind of so there it, with Adam Pierce in the back he, with everybody else. Yeah, he could be kind of like what they almost did with Sarah Logan, where they said, "Well, you're fired, but we still own you for 90 days with a no compete. Do you want to come back and work, you know, for a day or two, and we'll pay you." So it could still be that. Like he could still be Thanos. Um, that being said, if they did keep him, like speculation, Daniel Bryan likes him a lot and lobbied for him. Uh, obviously, they didn't work with AJ and the and the OC, but I don't think anyone saw that coming. You know, those those firings came out of nowhere. Whereas Gulax was coming, so maybe they had some some priest or some ability to work it uh, there. Drew, so I maybe Daniel Bryan being... stuck his neck out. Go ahead. I was just gonna say maybe Daniel stuck his neck out. Yeah. Maybe Drew's work over the last few weeks impressed people, and they were like, "Hey, he's part of our show. He's working hard. He's grabbing the brass ring. Let's bring him back." And he's like, and he didn't, you know, maybe he didn't ask for more, more money. But again, it's all speculation. I, I feel like Drew could be the next, you know. Norman Smiley, Coach Smiley in the Performance Center. Uh, he could, sure. he could. Once Smiley st- moves on, if and when, uh, it Drew could totally pick that role up and just run the Performance Center. Triple H could just hand him the Performance Center, and be like, "All right, I would well, have that kind of faith little, in Gulak." You know, that's a little, that's a little much. But I could see him. You know, you get my point sure. though. He's got that kind of skill and that ability to work with people. Yeah. You know, I, not I according just, to Cody. They want to. Well, all right. Cody, Cody does carry around a lot of bias. Cody, not a fan. No. Thank not you very fan. much, Marshall. Uh, last but certainly not least, our booby champ. Esme. Esmeralda, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, she says, hello, podfellers. I'll do that in my southern accent. Podfellers. Podfellers. Howdy. If you're, that was almost, you know, that was, uh, what was that character's name? Oh, God. I don't know which one. Which one are you talking he, about? He cracks his voice constantly. He's got the old. There's a cartoon oh, character. He did that all the time. Crime and Netley Trigger. <laughs> that was from the Robin Hood, the old Disney Robin Hood. Crime and Netley yeah. Trigger. I didn't even hear you sneaking up on me. Yep. There you go. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Uh, if you're oodle reading lolly, this, oodle lolly, golly, what a day! Oodle lolly, oodle lolly, golly, what a day! Oh God, I got Nick started. Okay, yeah. Esme, look what you've done. If you're reading this, that means I'm the last question. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't read these in advance for the record, so I'll keep this short. All this talk of titles—I almost read that mm. as something else. All this talk mm. of titles. Give me your top three most beautiful titles of all time. Be safe. IWGP, IWGP heavyweight. The, the my ten God, pounds of gold, NWA late late '80s, and easily. the white IC belt from the from WWE. <sighs> NWA title. Uh, I missed the World Championship. Big the big gold, the big gold World Championship. Dolph Ziggler, um, Daniel Bryan. What did the combination? Daniel Bryan winning at thirty was the combination of into the WWE yeah. championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, old WCW title, the old NWA sure. WCW. Title. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, and then yeah, IWGP. He's, it's I, the AEW is a very, very close honorable mention. When that thing is freaking gorgeous, that AEW one's great, and the Lucha Underground Heavyweight Championship was fantastic as well. Oh man, the um, oh god, that was gorgeous. 
What was their – oh, man, I'm blanking so hard. I'm tired, guys. The Gift of the Gods was a cool one, too. But was that, that the one? Was the, the, gift the six uh, – uh, where they had like the metal, like the the magnetic little uh, things that would fit into it, the the, yes, the, the medallions, the, discs, the medallions, yes, yes. But that one looks like the AEW title. Um, but I'm not, I'm not to go with you, man. Ten pounds of gold is is an all time, yeah, classic. I remember Mid South having a nice heavyweight championship too. Yeah. Um, man, I'm trying to think of all the old school ones. I like I, me. I like a lot. I like a. I mean, basically. IWGP heavyweight is my standard. Ooh, you know, I know. Spinner belt. Big carved out. No, get out of here. No, Nick. Fired. Fired. Somebody in chat said the uh, smoking skull. Smoking skull. Yep, got to show that. Never liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was cheesy. Yeah. Still think it's cheesy. Sorry. I'm going to get well, flamed for that, I'm sure. That's just like but. your opinion, man. You're right, it is. And I'm allowed my opinion. You're allowed your opinion, and that is the show, guys. That was our opinions on a lot of stuff. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> oh, but thank you very much, Sir Ian Dangerous, and to all of our patrons for sending in all those lovely questions every week. If you would like to get your question in, head over to patreon.com slash BWO. Make sure all you got to be in is that $5 tier, and every single week you'll see a post go up that says patron questions. So you can throw yours in there. Uh, but yeah, all we have all kinds of stuff over at patreon.com slash BWO show notes, bonus episodes, an entire year plus back catalog of bonus episodes for you guys to enjoy, uh, all kinds of good stuff, Skype calls, producer segments, all kinds of things there. Uh, you can also come over and join us in Facebook, search for busted wide open. You'll find us there. Join our discord. We've got NXT in your house coming up next weekend. And what else is coming up? All kinds of good stuff this summer, I think. we got SummerSlam on the way eventually, maybe, hopefully. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, I, we'll see if we're going to have another AEW one. Is Fighter Fest going to happen uh, again this summer or Fight for the Fall? AWA Southern Heavyweight. That's the one I was thinking. Yeah. AWA Southern oh, Heavyweight. Oh, yeah, that was oh. really good. That's a money oh. bill right there. Yeah, mm. that was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I, was I was trying to get that out. There we go. Twitter and Instagram at BWO Podcast. And all of those links can be found in the description below here on YouTube, as well as across our social media profiles and BWOPodcast.com. But thank you to Sir Ian Dangerous. My name is Nick Howell. You can find me on Twitter at Sir Ian. My name is not Sir Ian Dangerous. I am all kinds <laughs> of. I'm really tired. What's happening, today, Nick? What's happening? <laughs> My name is Nick Howell. You can find me on Twitter at Data Center Dude. I am Sir Ian Dangerous, and you can find me on Twitter at Sir Ian Dangerous. Bye -bye, God! Stop the damn match! This show is part of the Orbital Jigsaw Network. For more episodes, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio. For details and show notes from each episode, check us out, orbitaljigsaw.com.